episode 20. Thank you all for listening to episode 19. Bosa on my... Wayward son? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't have my singing voice. I didn't either. It was terrible. I am Gary, and here with my co-host... Bosa... Oh, no, Bear. Bear. Bear is the name. And... Brandon. Who? Exactly. Oh, I thought you said Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. <laughs> What's that phone number again? 281-330-800. Foe. Hit Mike Jones up on the low. Because Mike Jones about to blow. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out at Wes Anderson Music on Facebook. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the official merchandise provider for Over the Line Sports Podcast. If you're interested in doing business with them, mention Over the Line Sports Podcast and the owner, Brandon. Yeah, not me. We'll give you a discount on services. Thank you as well to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Check them out on Facebook at Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. That did not sound good at all. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. There you go. Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Can uh, we, the the Norwegians who listen, get Crandall's Quality Lawn Care? (laughs) They can get Crandall's Quality Lawn Care if they would like. Fair. Yes. So, uh, (laughs) like I said, Facebook, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. And you can also call them at 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area, so sorry, Norwegians. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast, and Sean will give you a discount on services. Thank you as well to Verizon, a true technology business partner who helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and can increase company revenue. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Go to their website to get in touch with the sales rep in your area. Thank you to Tim and Stephanie over at uh, Verizon. Bear? Yes. Credit score? Uh, Probably about... 819 ish. All right. Brandon, yours? Uh, it's getting up there. Probably yeah. if you jumble the numbers and put the one in front. Yeah. <laughs> you might. Did you go to PNC yet? I did not. Uh, well, hopefully, we can let our friends here know that they should go to PNC and visit Cassandra. She will help you out with your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, personal banking, help you get that credit score up, or just help you win with some need. You might need that down payment on a house. You might need to consolidate that credit card debt. Anything you need to do, she can help you out. Give her a call, 419-877-0634. You know, this time that I'm off, I might have to go to I might have to go over to them and uh, get that uh, checked out and handled. But uh, thank them for uh, sponsoring us. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, this is the last episode, this Saturday episode, until uh, you'll be back, what, in about three uh, weeks? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be tough without you. Stat guy is filling in if he shows up. If not, I guess Bear and I are just going to run this show. You know what? I yep. may have to uh, may have to tell the ex-wife, hey, we're in your garage. If you want to come out and rant and hate on me, come on out. Maybe we could uh, maybe we could get uh, like Jason on the phone or something like that, and he can fill in for wrestling one of these weeks. Ooh, that there you go. Good. There you go. That would be good. I know uh, he definitely won't drive up here because he's way too lazy for that. That's a fact. Yeah. Well, you know. We could call him in. We could Skype him. We could figure something out. I know yeah. we could. Uh, we could do it. We could figure out how to put him in on the lines here directly. And um, I don't want to take. I don't want to tape the or take this. Uh, this little. What is that? Um, camera. Po- post-it note thing <laughs> yeah. off my camera, so the government can't see me. So no skyping. Yes. And no one wants to see Jason's face. That's just a fact. True. And uh, we have not been sued by WWE. By uh, by the way. Yet. Yet. Uh, I did. If if you saw that, gave them all the rights. <laughs> To their own song, and I did uh, see that. Did you happen to read the rest of that? 
I, I don't recall, but I did see that you gave that out. So Yeah, put that in there. I can't remember. I put something else in there. I said, make sure you read it. I'll have to go back and check that out because I honestly cannot remember what I said. Yeah, just give credit. That's all you need to do. Yeah, and I think that just giving yeah. credit is enough uh, from what I've been told in the past. And, you know, we gave them their credit, told them it's all rights. We own nothing with the song. You guys did a great job singing it, by the way. So I will give you that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, maybe, maybe you we'll get hired by the WWE. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, if you guys do, that would be that would be interesting. I would love to see that, but it is what it is. And yeah. I had to give some of the credit to uh, Jim Johnson, Johnston, Jim Johnston. Yeah, Johnston. Had to give him some credit as well. Yeah, he was the one I think that wrote that song, didn't he? He wrote a lot of the um, a lot of the themes. Jim Johnston did. Yeah. Well, I think. Well, and and I just had to look back. The other thing I said there is. Do you spend your days working hard on the dollar? <laughs> Since Brandon did so well with that. Spend my days working hard on the dollar. <laughs> like, I don't know why he added a word to it. Seven, like a much bigger word. Two syllables. I don't know. Instead of the one. He doesn't know how to read. It's a good sound, though. Right. Kid don't even know how to read. <laughs> so uh, let's get into... Today, Junior. Survivor Series 2002 was our topic of the week or the 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 thing we were to watch we were going to cover uh it sounds like we're going to next week uh per jason yeah. that's a good one we're going to do ecw one night stand what year did he which one night stand well it's the first one so i think it's 05 yeah it's like 05 June, 06, June something 12th, like that. 05. yeah so we're going to cover that next week so let's get right into survivor series 2002 um we'll get into all the things about this show but let's just cover some of the matches first you had Gold Dust and the Hurricane versus Lance Storm and William Regal. This must have been on Sunday Night Heat, I would imagine, because it was not on the pay-per-view. So I'm going to assume that's where it was. I don't I, Who even won that match? Yeah, uh, it, was, it was Lance Storm and William, William Regal. Regal. Was yep. it on Sunday Night Heat? It must have been, yeah, because it, it wasn't on. Unless it was cut from the WWE Network version of the pay-per-view, but I'm pretty sure that it would have had to be on Sunday Night Heat. That could be. Um, you know, when you go back, and I don't know, Brandon, I know, Gary, that you said you've you've seen this before, so I actually went back and watched it, because this is one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time, but I always like going back and watching it. Um, the opening of this was awesome. Just great storylines leading into this of all fronts, but the Lesnar and Big Show definitely was a great storyline coming into this, and they had a really good really good promo to start that, and then especially the Elimination Chamber promo looks very intimidating since it being the first time that it was in a ma- in a pay-per-view first match. Now, I can't remember. Is this the one with uh, when Freddie Blassie did the promo no. at the beginning? No. Or was that the previous Survivor that was, Series with the Alliance? Yeah, that was okay. the one. Yeah, that was yeah, the one that was a year Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, um, I... I didn't watch this, you know, when it first came out in 2002, so this I had to watch it on the WWE Network. But um, I know Lance Storm and William Regal, they were going they were going through that um, stage where they were, were they the anti-Americans or? Uh, yeah, I don't remember if that was quite 02 yet. The anti-Americans were like Lance Storm, Test, and that's right. I don't think Regal was in that. That was a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. That's um, right, that's right. And this one, I think this is when the hurricane just started, so that's probably why they had them on Sunday Night Heat. Like I said, I, I didn't see that match on the pay-per-view, so it had to be Sunday Night Heat beforehand. I'm sure it was a good match. Um, you know, those guys do. Just looking over the card and seeing everything on there, so many awesome names on there. And obviously, as we go through the card, um, you know, these there's not really one bad match on this besides the women's hardcore match. But other than that, which is kind of stupid, women shouldn't have hardcore matches. I don't, I don't like it, in my opinion, but 
we'll get there when that match pops up and have a little discussion on that because I made some notes with that. All right. But the Open was great. Um, one, it was at Madison Square Garden, November 17th. Um, one, I love any show in the garden, but these shows with the side view when they come in um, looking right at the hard camera, I think that's great. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it. I know I've heard Bruce, even his podcast, goes how he doesn't like it because you can see all the people moving in the background and there's no surprise to the audience when like there's a run-in or anything like that because the camera is you know looking right down at it. But I liked it. I liked that side view of people coming in. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I think most of the garden shows did that up until I think it was WrestleMania 20 when they changed that view. So. Yeah, and wasn't WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden the year before? Um, they changed it for WrestleMania, but at Rumble it was no. the same yeah, side view. Yeah, I think. I think when well, Cena came back. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's that. when Jeff Hardy WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden when he went off the. Um, what where did they come out? off at a WrestleMania? Yeah, when, when where they come out the tunnel where they do come out the from Gorilla. Like yeah, right after the, Gorilla. No, yeah. this was a Survivor Series. No, I know, but I'm saying you know I'm talking I don't about. Think, no. I wish back yeah. in the day because the Madison like, Square Garden. I wish Jeff Hardy was around back in the day so he could have jumped off a house at in your house. That would have been. That would have been pretty sweet. I think someone did that, didn't they? At some I, point, probably. But, I, you know, I don't remember. No, MSG only did WrestleMania one, ten, and twenty, and then there was another one um, past twenty. I don't remember. They, yeah, they did not do WrestleMania. Sure. Before. Yeah, they definitely didn't. I, I know that for a fact. Since Stat Guy didn't make it again, I mean, what what year is this? I'll this check is it out. Two, so this would have been WrestleMania eighteen, right? So it would have been. Yeah, I could have sworn Seattle they did was 17 19. or 18. No, yeah, seven, Seattle was 17. 19. 17 was Houston. That's right. 17 Eight, was Houston. 18. What was it? 18 was Hogan. So that was Toronto. That was a Sky Dome. Toronto. Yeah. So Hogan. Okay, so Rock. then I. Well, okay, then I'm mistaken. I could have sworn it was, yeah. it was around there. but There okay. might have been another pay per view there. Maybe the Royal Rumble. Um, like I said, there's other pay per views at the Garden. But yeah, not. Like I said, WrestleMania at the Garden was 1, 10, and 20. I, I know that. I've only seen every WrestleMania 6,000 times like a loser. So. Do you think they ever go back there? For WrestleMania, to the Garden for a WrestleMania, yeah, probably forty or fifty. They definitely. I mean, they have so much in into the Garden. They're always in the Garden. They do house shows in the Garden. They always sell out. I mean, that's like they say that's Vince McMahon's backyard. So, but they don't do, do it at the garden. garden now. They do it at yeah. MetLife. Well, yeah, now they're doing or, it at MetLife or the or Barclays. Speaking yeah, of which, Barclays are we going to go? Uh, there, there's talk now this year that no. 35 could be Undertaker's last and going into the Hall of Fame. I have no interest in an outdoor show. I just don't, especially in New York. If it was in Orlando, I'd think about it, but I don't want But I remember you said that if Undertaker is retiring and going into the yeah, Hall, I say a I lot of things. That, I say a lot of things that I uh, think I'm going to do and don't. I just have no interest in an April show, which it could rain, it could snow, it could be 100. You don't know in New York, so no, I have zero interest. <laughs> so, But you'll go to an outdoor concert for days, a couple days, Rock on the Range, could rain. Yeah, in, 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 the, in the middle of May when it's not going to possibly snow or rain. I don't care if it rains and it's 80 degrees outside. It's not going to happen in New York in early April. You can go if you want. I just have no interest. Well, I didn't say I was going to go, but well, you, you're you're looking at me right now like I'm like you're pissed that I'm not going to go to the no, show. No, I'm not pissed that, that you're not going to go, but I just I'm going back on what you said. But like you said, you say a lot of things and they don't come to fruition, so that's okay. Exactly, because I I think things through and, and don't want to spend five hundred dollars to to go to an outdoor show in New York. Yeah, it would be absolutely insane. Yeah, I'll, I don't want to go to New I'll York. Spend the, I'll spend the one twenty-five on my Rock on the Range tickets for three days. That's much cheaper. Yeah, now so. that Rock on the Range isn't happening anymore. It's well, great. it still is. It just changed the name of it. Yeah, it's not uh, it's Rock like on the Stone Range. Stone Temple Masonic or something like that. Well, but. now it's run by Europeans, and you know the Europeans who actually do better shows should be pretty interesting. 
uh, what they're going to do. I mean, they're still going to be the same names that come in. It's still going to be rock. Well, so. and it's good because... But then they're going to put art and stuff in there well, and just make like more money. The Columbus crew are not leaving. Just yep. like people thought, because what Haslam bought him. I think Haslam ended up Haslam and investors. It was a group, said, yeah. He yeah. Was, that bought him. Yep. But anyway, back to wrestling. Um, but I agree with you. I, I I looked at when they went to New York. What was that Cena and Rock? I was like, no. Yeah. I do not want to go outside in April, early April. It could snow, like you said, snow. I'm like, it no snows in April all the time. I don't. I don't even know why they do it, but they've had such luck at their outdoor shows. Overall, I think time, they're like somehow. we're going to do this until it rains or snows. I think, um, I think the, I think it was WrestleMania 24, uh, Ric Flair's last one, where I think it rained a little bit, but not a lot. But it rained for a little bit. But I think that was the only like bad weather they had at an outdoor show, which is shocking. They've just had great luck. So they do get lucky all the time. So uh, let's go to the let's go to some of the matches. So we had three minute warning, fought the Dudleys, uh, well Bubba Ray Dudley, Spike Dudley, and Jeff Hardy in an elimination tables match and I say the Dudleys because Devon did show up but uh yep Barry you can go into this a little bit oh man I absolutely love this match what a what a great um you know curtain jerker to start off this card uh, so it was it was a table elimination match which one is awesome you had so many high spots in this match people getting smoked by tables people going through tables the first elimination was Spike Dudley getting like flapjacked backwards <laughs> through a table which was awesome <laughs> just got destroyed um, this is the one where Jeff Hardy had a swanton from the second level onto Rosie, um, and he is okay. Maybe that's what I was talking about then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was that was this card. Um, Rosie was not the. I think Jamal turned out to be Umaga, the one who died, right? Yeah, Jamal. Yeah. Umanga. Umanga. Yeah. Rosie's uh, what's his name? Roman Reigns' brother. Yeah, and Rosie was uh, the what was he? He was Hurricane sidekick, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was at some point. Remember, he wore like the purple and the rock called him like oh, the that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. After three minute warning, um, yeah, and then Rico was always good too. But then um, freaking Jamal from the top rope splashing Jeff Hardy outside on a table um, for the second elimination was insane. Um, and then Bubba power bombing Jamal through the table from the top rope. I mean, we're talking high spot after high spot. End of the match, three-minute warning doesn't leave. Devon comes in for the save, which at the time, Devon was on SmackDown. Bubba Ray was on Raw. So that was pretty cool to see, you know, going back. And they obviously got the 3D, which popped the crowd. In my little rating here, I gave it four stars. I thought it was a great match. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> I was wondering I, if he was going to yawning. Or, no, are you yawning I, or yeah, trying to take a puff of the inhaler? No, are you doing okay over here? It's still early. Did you get your coffee? I did. Pumpkin spice? Delicious. Of course. Are you Burger King breakfast. Brady um, this morning? Hey, did did you see? You saw the picture I sent him? The Ugg condom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah was, I'm pretty sure you said that you have those. So amazing. <laughs> keep it right, warm. He's probably wearing his Ugg condom right now. Oh, yep. You know it. Um... <laughs> No, so I was I was just, I was just shocked because I I, I, I could I use one. It's cold this morning, so <laughs> yes, it is. I wouldn't mind having one right now. We need more heaters. Um, <laughs> no, I I, I didn't uh, rate the matches, so that's why I was kind of a little should have nerd. Yeah, I know. I, maybe I will in the future. Nerd, should we call um, him Bird now? Bird, bird. Yeah, Larry speaking bird. Of, no, no, no. Speaking of birds, Big Bird, the guy who played Big Bird on Sesame Street, left. Fifty years, he was there. I big mean, bird. What, he's got to be like 72 then. Well, probably at least. So, and then you find out he's like, no, he's 57. So he started at 7. <laughs> he was just a giant. He was like Andre the Giant as a kid. Like Big Show. And, Andre, 
Andre the Giant Bird. Yeah. That might be the name of the episode. Andre the Giant Bird. <laughs> uh, no, this I mean, this was a great match from what I remember. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy, you know, doing acrobatic uh, Jeff Hardy things. So that was fun to see. <laughs> um, acrobatic. Yeah, acrobatic Jeff so Hardy things, yes. So wait, did he have, were there like rings and stuff? Yes, and he, and was, he was like just jumping around. Himself? Yep. Jesus. No, Jeff Hardy, yeah, jumping off uh, the second level, like you said. Uh, Spike Dudley just being thrown around like a damn rag doll. <laughs> he always got thrown around. I feel bad for Spike. He always got thrown around. Poor guy. Um, and then, then Molly Holly broke up with him. Yeah, that was sad. Um, Bubba Ray Dudley. Bubba Ray Dudley. Powerbombing. He got that for the win, didn't he, I think? No. They got the 3D over Rico for the oh, win. Oh, yeah. That's Maybe right. if you would have watched it instead of trying yeah. to remember. D-Bahn. I watched, I watched it a couple He did that ago. with Jeff and Spike, though, to start. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so, no, this was a great match. I thought um, I thought it was a very great match, I think. Uh, anytime you have table elimination exactly. match, yeah, good match. Everything through anytime. tables. I mean, how yeah. awesome is that? You can't really – you can't really – I can't recall a bad table match. But and think of the just... three guys you put in there. Spike, obviously, with well, the yeah, Dudleys. But exactly. Bubba Ray with Hardy yeah. and Spike Dudley. I mean – what a team. You were like, okay, whatever. But you go back and watch it or look at it, you're like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got I Jeff mean, Hardy, what he brings to the table. His, what you say, acrobatic yeah, Jeff acrobatic Hardy thing. Acrobats. Especially what happened a couple uh, months ago at Hell in the Cell. Um, oh, what was I going to say? No, just, yeah, give, give me a bad. I think you need a break from yeah, shows. Give me a bad table match. I mean, I can't recall. Anytime there's a table, I mean, it's a fun I'm match. sure there's one, but, yeah, nothing I can recall off the top of my head. Um, so what did you think of the match then, Gary? You know, it was good overall, of course. I mean, this whole card was good. When you go back and look at it, and then, because I had to read it, I didn't have time to watch the card. I went back and watched the chamber match, like the that one. I just didn't have enough time. A lot of uh, personal things were going on last weekend, so it was it was really tough. And um, so when I, when I went back, I, I read, you know, what I did, and I was like, okay, and then I remember it because I just watched it last year. Yep. And I was like, man, you know, Bear is right. This is one of the greater cards because all the way top to bottom, you're like, man, a lot of stuff happened here, a lot of storylines. Um, I mean, there was a lot of just talent in general. Well, and it's insane. There were four title matches, and we'll get into all of them changed hands. Yep. That night, and other things had happened. So it was pretty interesting. But with this match, just when you see, you don't – was that the only I can't remember besides that one because it was so awesome um, elimination table matches were there ever any others I, I can't I can't remember I can't I think there's some there's a lot in that but there were like raw ones and yeah. they were just you know it was every any of the Dudleys and Hardys they they've always been in them so yeah well, you that, have to but go I mean, back through in an elimination one though yeah an elimination a, okay. one. yeah there's there's some, I mean I'd have to go back and look but I'm sure there's plenty of none that I can recall off the top of my head despite anytime Spike gets thrown around like a ragdoll which is every match awesome <laughs> And then Jeff Hardy doing Jeff Hardy acrobat things. Exactly. Good. Acrobat things. And then Devon coming back, you know, I mean, surprised people. So that was pretty yeah. neat to see. And just you look back and, and Jamal, who was Umaga, just look back at them like, that guy's Umaga. And then you look at uh, Rosie, like you said, who is is uh, an annoy, which is Roman Reigns, his yeah. brother. So pretty neat. And Rico is a Las Vegas police officer. Yeah. You don't see that, but I guess he's like a total badass from everything I've heard. Right. So. It's crazy, you know, like you said, and you still got Jeff fighting. And I don't, does Bubba Ray still wrestle or no? Yeah, he yes. was, yeah. Um, he, he was at all in. Yeah, that's because he got thrown out at the in. end. 
uh, in that in that battle royal they he, had. He's not Bubba Ray. He's what's his name? Bully Ray. Bully, Bully, Bully Ray, Ray yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he was in TNA. So. So yeah. for switching into that, though, yeah. um, and I know before we get into the next match, I just want to say, because they go to, of course, Stacy, who's smoking hot, uh-huh. um, and they go to her at the World, which is great if you remember the World, like their little restaurant club thing there. But if you look, they got their, you know how they have their super fans of Vladimir, yeah. the old Rob Zombie super fans there, the dude that looks just like him, you know, you can just, I mean, he's like in every camera shot. It's absolutely insane. So he's there. And uh, Saliva plays this, you know, how they, I think they still do it, don't they? They still have a music uh, band or a song, a theme song for each pay-per-view. Yeah. They still have it, right? Yep. That was always the big thing back then, and Saliva did it with Always, which is, by the way, Saliva's an underrated band, and that's an underrated song. And speaking, one of the best. You mentioned Rob Zombie, and I did some shows for, I did several shows for Rob Zombie, uh, more than a dozen. And a couple here in at Sylvania Centennial Terrace, mm-hmm. and he'll come out and he goes, he walks around, looks at the Corey, says hi to you, got you know us, and we're doing the merch stuff, getting ready, and people just freak out to see him. You would think this guy, just based on everything you've seen in CD covers and everything else, he's a monster. He's about five eleven, buck sixty five. Yeah, he's small. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you look at him, and a lot of people don't realize that because they're like. You know, he's singing Dragula and, and Living Dead Girl and all of those things. And you're like, and he's one of the nicest human beings. When like, they when he plays at Centennial Terrace, does he have the pyro or no? No. I don't say I didn't Not think he Centennial. did. He did a Rock on the Range. It was a, he put, they just put, he just put on a badass show. I mean, there was a and whole ton of pyro does. and everything. And that's like the most shows I've done of anybody is Alice Cooper. And I've done, gosh, probably 40 or 50 of his. And he still puts on a great show. And by the way, scratch golfer. Yep. And I uh, got to golf with him. And, and it, you're just like, yeah, you do okay. Shot like that day. I think I shot like an 85. He shoots a 70. <laughs> you're like, wow. <laughs> and he's playing with you at the whites. And, and you're like, well, that was interesting. Yeah. Got my ass handed to me. By also another guy who's about five foot eight, 110 pounds, too. Alice Cooper is right. very tiny. Yep. So then the second match on that card, uh, Jamie Noble, the cruiserweight champion at the time, fought Billy Kidman. Uh, you know, Jamie Noble has Nitty in his corner, who I'm sure Brandon loves. Nitty a fan? Yes, I was. Really? Yeah. Still now or no? Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know what she looks like now, but. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, she was wearing little jean shorts in this one, so I was just curious. Yeah. If you liked them or not, yeah, yeah, I, I try to keep my my stuff PG, but yeah, I liked it. Okay, I was just I was just asking a question. I think it's very simple. Um, this was a great match. Um, you know, a lot of like you said, another match with a lot of good high spots, but both of them were great together. A lot of smooth transitions. Um, Noble had a huge DDT from the second rope, which or I think from the top rope, which was awesome. Um, you know, Kidman at the end ends up hitting the shooting shooting star press and winning. But my favorite line in this one, Taz, um, he was a uh, he was a newer um, announcer at the time. You know, they just got that SmackDown one. He just got out of wrestling. And Taz has such great lines on some of them and goes, Noble's up to something with it. Or Noble has something up his sleeve, but he's not wearing a shirt. So he has no <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> and it was, made me laugh so much on that. It was absolutely great. Taz has a lot of good one-liners, and people don't think of him as a great announcer or think of him as much as an announcer, but I think he was great. I love Taz as an announcer. And that line right there, you know, these announcers have good, uh, you know, the King has the best one-liners, but Taz, I thought, had a great one right there. That's what that's what I thought of most in that match, besides the Shooting Star Press, which is the best finish of all time. Yeah, I like this match. Uh, I, I, I've always, I always was a Billy uh, Kidman fan. Uh, Jamie Noble liked him as well. Uh, d- did they ever get that double wide, you know? I don't think they did get the double no, wide, no. Yeah, well, especially, Nitty, baby. Yeah, yeah, especially if they lost this one. So yeah, this was a great match. too a uh, great match too. Cru- two cruiserweights going at it. Billy Kidman, um, 
uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I don't know. This, I don't know. I, don't know I just lost it. Uh, but yeah, this was a great match. I liked it as well. Again, I didn't give it a star or anything, but if I, I gave it four stars. Yeah, if I got to do it off the top of my head, maybe yeah, four, four and a half, yeah, three and a quarter. Good. It was pretty good. Yeah, all I'm gonna say there is, like you said, shooting star press. I mean, nothing beats it's amazing. It. Yeah, and Kidman was the best one to do it. So. Yes. Yep. And he was uh, smooth. And he was smooth. I liked Evan Bourne doing it. Of course, yep. you know when yeah. he did it, he was very good at it. And uh, you know we'll see these guys that are coming from NXT if they can continue it. And you know Vince kind of he. He got rid of it for a while because people were getting hurt. Yeah, and he that. made people, if you practiced it, you had yeah, to do it 100 times in a row. Yep, yep. and I not mess that. up. So, um, And now, you know, it's back for some people, but some people obviously he doesn't want to do it like Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I think both of these guys are behind the scenes now. I know Jimmy Noble is. I yep. saw him at the Huntington Center. I do know that. Uh, I yelled down to him. I uh, thought that was pretty cool. He Did yelled back to me, said, hey, thanks. Doubt it. So, um, but yeah, pretty, think, you got I starstruck think, when you saw John Cena. I doubt you yell at any wrestler. Like Jamie Noble, there you are. I, I, We're I, an idiot, baby. I, I'm that double one. You got I turned, that double one. I turned to my wife and I said, "I think that's Jamie Noble." And she's like, "Who?" And yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, he's Jamie he's Noble." Bald now, isn't he? No, he's not. Uh, then yeah, wasn't he? Who was he with? Wasn't he? Didn't he wear like a suit? What was he? Joey Mercury? Joey yeah, Mercury. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought when I, they were part so, of the authority. Yeah, he might get brought up later down on these on our show too. Is from what I see from it. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I think Billy Kidman is <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, no, one of the questions is something about yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so that's why I said okay. he's probably going to get brought up again later on in the show. You are correct, uh, Billy Kidman, though. Yeah, but I think he is um, behind the scenes now. I think he's a producer or something. Or something. Uh, I don't know. I, think I, so. I do not know to be honest with you. Stat guy's not here, so I can't ask him. So I'll transition as we go further we go. into this. Um, you know, Angle and Benoit do a little skit next, um, talking about it. You know, they're they are a tag team, but they don't like each other. But they're trying to be a tag team yeah. to win this, uh, to win the titles because they're good. Angle just absolutely amazing. Um, you know, they go in, they they are yelling at each other, then they hash out their differences and nope, we're going to win the titles. And then Benoit goes in to shake his hand, and Angle all serious. I'm not going to shake your hand. Tag team partner's got a hug. <laughs> just then Benoit with the pissed off face and Angle with the little smile. It is was he, great. Is he wearing the uh, toothless, toothless aggression shirt at this point? I cannot remember if he was or not. I don't I don't think so. I think it was still the rabbit Wolverine shirt. Um, or a SmackDown shirt. That's the he shirt you need. I do. Toothless, toothless aggression. aggression. <laughs> that would be a great one for you. They probably don't sell it anymore, though. Probably At least not. we're not the WWE, so we can mention Benoit's name here. Um, and that goes into the next next match, uh, Victoria and Trish hardcore match um, for the belt. Trish was a champion. They had a pretty good storyline coming into this, you know, about how they both were uh, fitness models coming in, and Trish got the call over Victoria and the WWE. They made a, a you know a great thing because Trish is prettier and Victoria was jealous. All that wonderful stuff right there. Not a fan of the hardcore match. Still, um, I just I just don't like it. I didn't think it was you know, I, I don't like to see women getting hit in the face with garbage pans or you know garbage cans, not pans, the lids of the garbage can. So I still I'm not a fan of it. Um, it was a decent match overall, but not not my cup of tea. Victoria ended up winning the title there over Trish. Uh, got her with the fire extinguisher and then rolled her up, pinned her, won the title. Yeah. Um, you know, like they say, it was what it was. Uh, I'm not a fan of it either. Just like with women in the UFC, I'm not a fan of watching women in the UFC. I just don't like seeing women get hit with trash cans and, you know, pounded in the face like that. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean the match. It it, it was what it was. Um, I'm still a Trish fan to this day still, but uh, Victoria, I think that was her actual. Was that actually her first match? Was it was uh, that her debut match actually fighting in? That I don't know. I don't think it was. I think okay. she fought before that, but I'm not yeah, sure. she. I mean, yeah, she she made a couple appearances, and then yeah, she was she got the title at Survivor Series. So okay, yeah, the match um, was what it was. Um, not a fan of hardcore uh, women's matches either, uh, but like you said, it, yeah, it was what it was. Uh, two star, I'd give. It, I I gave it one. Yeah, uh, not impressed. Just because Trish is in there, two stars for the two puppies. Absolutely. All right, just curious. Yeah, I give it. I, I'm with you, Bear. I'm not big on the hardcore matches like that. Um, just one star. Same one and a half. I'll just go between one and a half. Yeah. And uh, it, I can't even really talk much more about that. It, just move on to the next one. Yeah, not great. Um, so the fourth match was Lesnar and Big Show for the WWE Championship. Lesnar. Um, so great. It, yes. was, it was probably my favorite match. This absolutely is one of my favorite matches. They they really pushed the whole broken rib thing. They pushed Big Show as a monster. You know, Lesnar came in, what, early 2002, right? Um, won the title yes. at SummerSlam over The Rock. Yep. He is technically undefeated right now you know quote unquote yep. undefeated has not lost a match you know Heyman is Brock's manager they he's the one who brought him into all this he's still good friends obviously he's his manager today and and uh you know in, in WWE now they're great friends but you know just going up you can kind of see the foreshadowing of Heyman saying you shouldn't fight him you have broken ribs blah 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 all this good stuff so you know Heyman selling the story Brock selling the story had his ribs taped up um, Big Show oddly wearing jeans when he came out. I think that's really weird. But this match I thought was amazing. You know, Brock with the German suplexes on Big Show, absolutely nuts. Hit him with a belly-to-belly. I mean, a belly-to-belly throw. Just insane stuff here. Um, the F5 just easily just picks up the Big Show F5, you know. And obviously, as you're watching, he's supposed to have broken ribs. So doing this, you could imagine is be even more impossible with the broken ribs and, and selling that story was good because it's it was very believable oh, yeah. um and then as he hit that you know the ref was knocked out earlier in that match the ref comes in right there counts two Heyman pulls him out knocks him out everyone's kind of looking around brock finally sees him and the reaction was just priceless absolutely <laughs> priceless when brock sees Heyman screwed him over and you see brock's face just all pissed off and Heyman just with the his face just gets all big and scared. Brock goes around, chased him. Heyman gets back in the ring. Big Show recovers, gets up, hits him in the uh, hits him in the ribs with the chair, choke slams him on the chair, uh, and ends up beating him one two three. Brock ends up uh, is his first loss. Heyman and Big Show run away with the title. Amazing angle, amazing story, great heel you know great heel change uh, or you know turn there. And, um, you know, I thought it was great. It made a good run for Lesnar and Big Show as they went on further and further. But, man, I absolutely love the match. I love the story. You can't get much better than that. You didn't, you didn't really see it coming. You look back and you see it and you wonder and you see the foreshadowing. But when you, look, when you, you know, watched it then, if you did, you would have been like, holy shit, did that just happen? Which is what you want. Yeah, no, I didn't expect it either. I remember, I do remember turning on Raw and finding out and... Because, you know, the, the internet, it was what it was back then. But it's not like it, it is now. So, And I didn't I didn't used to get pay-per-views when I was younger. So I, I had to watch, you know, I had to figure out all the next day. And I when I saw you him change. You watched Scrambled? 
Huh? You watch it scrambled on the pay-per-view channel? Yeah, if you like turn the channels back and forth real quick, you can kind of get it on the scramble, yeah. You could listen to it sometimes, too, before it went fuzzy. That is true. So, um, but yeah, when I saw that and then I saw Heyman's reaction, of course, you know, I've seen it multiple times on the network since then. Uh, I mean, you're right. It was it was priceless. It was awesome. But um, you guys remember when uh, Cena picked up the Big Show? Now, the Big Show was a little heavier and everybody thought, oh my God, she's picking up the Big Show. Yeah, yeah. WrestleMania 20. Lesnar threw Big Show like a ragdoll. I mean, he picked him up and just slammed him in the F5. I mean, and, you know, everybody made a big deal a couple years later when Cena did it, but I'm like, Brock Lesnar just picked him up, threw him down like he was nothing. Um, and then, yeah, then you had the heel change, and it was amazing. I, I thought it was great for the story uh, to carry it on. It went on a couple months all the way, I think, to WrestleMania, and then Lesnar, or no, uh, Royal Rumble, Lesnar got the belt back, and then Angle and, you know, Lesnar fought, and Lesnar got the belt, or some yeah. Um, we'll cover that down the road. But, uh, yeah, great story, great storyline, great heel change um, for that. And, uh, yeah, four and a half. Go to four and a half. Okay, I like that. Mine was four. I didn't give halves this time. Next, yeah, next I'm, time I'm I will. four and a half. Gray, what would you think of it? Get the half star. Of course, you know, Heyman, like you said, is still with Lesnar uh, today when Lesnar's around. So next time will be Crown Jewel if they still go to Saudi Arabia, given everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Like a chopped up human being. Um, we will see what happens there, but... I love I loved what happened with that. Big Show wins the title, screws over Brock. Heyman does at least. I would say, you know, probably the same uh, three and a half, four somewhere in there. Uh, it was good. I liked the the change of Heyman, kind of like what we hoped for recently, that we'd hope he would turn, and uh, like it played it off like you would. I'm like, yeah, just turn and go to Reigns. That would be awesome. But of course, they didn't. Instead, he goes back to the Shield. Great, garbage. Yep. Garbage. Um, and this goes into the next match. Um, Angle and Benoit versus Edge and Mysterio versus the Guerreros. Edge and Mysterio are the champion. Uh, it's a triple threat tag team title match, elimination match. Um, of course, Angle gets the great you suck uh, pop, as always. Um, you know, you got to think, when you look at this, all Hall of Famers in this match. You know, I, I think even Chavo Guerrero, definitely a Hall of Famer. Obviously, Benoit will never be in the Hall of Fame, but we all know he's a Hall of Famer. What? Exactly. Can you believe that? So, I mean, this was a great match. There was so much. The only thing I noticed in this match, uh, Ray actually messed up twice. He took an Irish whip into the uh, top rope and about decapitated himself. I don't know if you saw that. Fell down. And then a couple, uh, I would say a couple minutes later, he was in and he was doing, um, Kurt was like, he was going to go do a, a senton on Kurt and Kurt flipped him up to go to the top rope to catch it. And he completely missed and fell off of that too. So uh, not the best from that, but other than that, it was pretty great. Um, the crowd was just insane for this match. I don't know if you saw them, but they were absolutely hot for this match, just popping left and right, a whole bunch of great moves. Um, Edge ended up spearing Benoit, who got eliminated, so Angle and Benoit got eliminated first. And then later in the match, um, Eddie ended up making Ray tap, so the Guerreros ended up winning the belt in this match. I don't know how long it went, but um, I thought it was probably the best match on the card, just in general, um, just out of pure wrestling ability. Agree. You know, every guy that, that is in that match, Chavo, Eddie, Edge, Ray, Chris, Kurt, um, you got wrestlers, you got technicians. I know Brandon talks about technical wrestling technicians. <laughs> um, they're good. Uh, you know, it, it's when you look back and, and think about it, um, and on SmackDown on Tuesday, Edge and Mysterio both came back. 
uh, Mysterio actually won his match. But how awesome was that? And just to look back and think, 16 years ago, these guys were on a team together in this and were champions going into this, you know, until they lost mm-hmm. the Los Guerreros. So um, pretty awesome to see. And, of course, later on when you think of all the things, like uh, something we'll cover later about the uh, – well, we're covering part of one of Edge's weddings, not the one to, to Vicky. But yeah. oh, um, just to think of all of that, pretty amazing. And then, you know, Guerrero's daughter – now is married correct to Aiden English yep is that right so pretty interesting uh this match uh, for me I'm gonna put it second in match of the night for me for obvious reasons that we'll get into the main event but uh definitely a four-star match I mean definitely oh absolutely it was an amazing match yeah I mean I don't really have much on this um I I think it was a great match as well uh I give it a four as well okay so after this, um, you know, they have a little bit of downtime, and Kristen Witzke comes out, the Harvard dude, um, cutting a heel promo on the crowd. Matt Cardi comes out. Um, Wait, who was that that cuts promo? Kristen Witzke. Yeah, yeah. The Harvard dude. Now he's all in the CTE stuff and concussions he's going over. He's, like, yeah. suing the WWE and everything um, and calls, you know, the New York crowd stupid. And then Hardy comes out and goes, no, disagree. These guys aren't stupid. They're losers. Come together with Lupid. Obviously putting all together uh, Scott Steiner to come out. Big Papa Pump, Big Booty Daddy. Holla, if you hear me. So Steiner comes out, absolutely destroys people. Um, my notes say that he is absolutely massive. Um, that was probably the best he looked right there. Now he just looks weird with his chest hat too. But still an absolute freak because he's got the freaks and the peaks. Brandon, I know you love you some Scott Steiner. Uh, yeah, sure. Do you think you could ever get your arms as big as his? Absolutely not. I mean, could you imagine that? What would you do? Would you just kiss him all day? I probably wouldn't wear a shirt. Okay. That's but it? But he looked messed up. Like, later on. There he later was Later okay. on. Yeah, like yeah, I said, like there. This as is, his muscles well, yeah, looked on. weird, and, you know, he had a club foot and everything else. He because, always had a club foot, though. Yeah. I think this here in O2, though, is probably the best that he looked. Just, yeah. like you said, absolutely just monster, and his arms are just stupid, disgusting, ridiculous, but... Hey, when you get the freaks, you get the peaks. Or maybe it's the peaks, then the freaks. I'm sure Scott Steiner got some freaks in his day. Would you say? I just yes. gotta keep rhyming. <laughs> yeah. In May. Hey, what do you say? Um, oh my god, May. So I'm I, playing late by the bay. I just may. What do you say? <laughs> so that takes us to the final match of the night, the first ever elimination chamber. Uh, Triple H was the champion. Against HBK, Chris Jericho, Kane, RVD, and Booker T. What a great... Uh, speaking of another whole bunch of Hall of Famers right there, man. What a star-studded match this is. Just everyone here is great. Everyone in their prime. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think Triple H and RVD started. Um, and this was that actually... correct. Yep, this is actually the one which most people don't notice. Is that um, I think after Jericho came out, RVD went to do the frog splash from the top of the pod. And hit hit Triple H in the throat and like messed up his trachea and he was like laying there dying pretty much until he finally got his a wind back if you notice he wasn't in that match for a little while um yeah they ended up saying that yeah I think when he came down RVD missed and his knee hit him right in the throat um and you should see some of the stuff later it looks like he gets hit in the throat a couple more times yeah just insane um and then you know he's hurt later because uh afterwards HBK comes and hits him with the um, the elbow from the top of the pod. But you know, HBK normally is closer to the, the neck area. Yeah, he hit him right in like the stomach. 
he made sure, I think, that he wasn't going to be close because I'm sure that he knew his throat was messed up, so he didn't want to elbow him and have a chance to hit him right there. But I know how this match goes. I love this match. You're the HBK mark, so you go ahead, Gary, and take this one home. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a match. I mean, you're talking about 40 minutes of just pure awesomeness. When you look at the guys like you had mentioned that were in this match, the match started with Triple H and uh, RVD, and they they had a good start. And then eventually, uh, who came in? Booker? Was Booker? No, Jericho Jer- came Jericho in. Jericho was first, and then Booker, Booker was second. Booker yeah. was the first eliminated, though. And, um, or no, RVD, RVD was the first was one. The first elim- Missile Book- dropkick, right? Yeah, Booker, Booker eliminated, eliminated RVD. And then, and then uh, Jericho eliminated Jericho Booker eliminated because Booker. the choke slam with Kane and then the lion salt from Jericho. Yep. And and for me, you know, I, li- I like Triple H. You know, he's honorable mention near my top five, but you know Jericho and Michaels are in my top three. So that was huge for me. And then... Uh, so Jericho gets rid of Booker, and then Jericho gets rid of Kane, and I love the whole sequence of all that happening. You got the sweet chin music from Michaels into a pedigree from Triple H into a lion salt from Jericho, except I wish it would have went like sweet chin music into, you know, Codebreaker into pedigree yeah. or anything like that because Codebreaker I just love. Um, and he didn't then, have the Codebreaker then, though, I don't think. No, he it. didn't. Yeah, no, that came later on after he came back in uh, 07. Yeah. And then um, – you know, after that, Jericho they, they wrestle for about uh, eight, nine, ten more minutes. Jericho gets eliminated. Sweet chin music from Michaels, and then of course ends with the best friends, which makes complete sense yep. that he could put over his best friend yep. after their rivalry, after their friendship, everything. That uh, and for Triple H to do that with the trachea, I remember that when you said it, like he was like done for a little bit and then he wrestled 10 more minutes with sean and you know sean gives him the sweet chin music ends it i hated the pants i hated his his girlish haircut yep, he looked when you look back hair, dutch boy yeah when you look you look back at him and when he's turned around he looks like a penis like he just <laughs> with that. a haircut it's just so bad right yeah. there. it's so a brown bad he's a head of a penis <laughs> <laughs> sean. Yeah, yep, the, i can ever tell you look like a little penis he's, with a head on yeah he's hbp heartbreak <laughs> penis so you know he it was yeah, tell that me, to Sonny. Yeah, oh, I'm sure she would know. Oh, God, she do, she does know. Yeah, she does know. Horrible porn, by the way. And uh, so, <laughs> it just you know, Michaels. It was awesome because he came back Didn't after she toot every. In that? I don't know. After he he came back, winning the title in two. It was it was awesome. First elimination chamber match. It's cool for him to win. Um, you know, he's obviously coming back at Crown Jewel if it still happens. Like we keep mentioning. That is a fact that they're still doing it, but they're monitoring right now what is going on in Saudi Arabia because yep. that is just what's going on. And it, for being a PG company and being family-oriented and all these other things, I would not be surprised if it gets canceled or gets moved elsewhere. I don't know how you're going to move it that fast. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can get some venue that day, uh, that Friday night. I mean, You should check the garden, see if, see if the Knicks are home that day. Yeah, exactly. And they'd probably yeah. go to the garden. Yeah, they be. could sell it out easy. With Michaels, they will sell that out immediately. If they oh, say they absolutely. have to move it, if they like, for example, what if they said to us, we're moving it to Ford Field, we'll be there. Well, yeah, I <laughs> November mean, 2nd. Would, I'll be like, I'm off work. I'm sorry, I got to go. They would they would sell out most any place. Yeah, and I know everything going on with Saudi Arabia. I know that they've talked about, you know, a lot of if the women should even go there and all of right. that. Like, it's just insane right now. So, yeah, I guess we'll. For, for somebody with with the women's evolution, yeah. going to a country that, that you know, totally, oppresses women exactly. and women can't do anything, it's, it's kind of weird. Yes, I agree, but you know what? It's all about the almighty dollar, so yeah. we'll, we'll see what Always ends up is. happening. What did you think about at the main event, Brandon? Duh. Oh, me? Uh, well, you were looking at him. 
Um, no, I, I thought it was great as too. I thought it was great too. I, I was kind of confused by uh, Michael's look and pants <laughs> as well. But uh, I'm glad anything he, to look like a penis, brown haircut. I, I just I don't know shape. Like, yeah, like I I I'm like I said I rewatched it many times and I just don't like what was he thinking wearing what? those pants? Like, what? I don't, I don't understand. And like yeah, you said he looks like a like a Swedish boy, you know, with his haircut. I'm like Dutch boy, I, Dutch Dutch boy, whatever. The I'm like Deutsch. I, I just I I don't get it. But yeah, the match was awesome. I think um, Michael's obviously winning the title. Uh, I think it's the last time he won the title, correct? I believe the last so. Time, yeah, the last time he won the title. Yep. Um, yeah, awesome match. Um, one of my favorites as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, five stars for me. It was a great match. All right. Um, and, yeah, that was, I mean, like I said, that was pretty much the pay-per-view there. Absolutely, uh, you know, a very good pay-per-view. Like I said, one of my favorites. That's why I picked it and wanted to go over it. Um, you know, we... We got the uh, uh, ECW One Night Stand, which we'll be covering next week when we do this, next Saturday. Um, that'll be another good one also, another one of my absolute favorites. So that'll be a, uh, a fun card to cover. The crowd is just amazing in that one. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. A lot of good matches, a lot of old, you know, old ECW talent that comes back and that kind of brings back the ECW division after a year back to WWE. So that'll be pretty fun. Um, what do you want to do? Go into the Jason debate now? Go elsewhere? Where are we going with this one? Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about a few things. Um, recap of uh, Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, Raw and SmackDown. You recap. guys can do that because I, I didn't watch so, either. So, sorry. Uh, we talk about marking out. I marked, which we're going to cover later. I marked out a couple times uh, once in Raw and once in SmackDown. You oh, told week, me yes week, when you, you you went back and watched it right yes I watched it live oh my um, gosh I was I don't know where I was but oh we were we were in uh, Columbus on Monday me and my wife we had to we get were, ready for we the conference dying, we were dying live you week. sent that and I was like we have to watch this so when I got home on Tuesday night like right before SmackDown I watched it and I was like oh my lord I made <laughs> I made Kelly watch it with me I'm like you have to see this because she loves total divas total Bellas and I said. You have to see this. And the first thing I thought was, and Bear, you have to go back and watch it. Rhonda 180 on the mic. Like, when she oh, first came into now, crazy. it's unbelievable it's how good she is on the mic now. And I could kind of see a little, you know, hesitation there and, you know, stumbling. Like, you know, wah right here. I stumble a lot on this show. But uh, She's still doing But the Bellas, she was still 100 times better than the Bellas. The Bellas yeah. are terrible, and they've been there for years. On the yeah. mic, they're just, we're Nikki and Bree. Ray. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, awesome. They just use her looks to get by pretty much. And then when she said you wrote the whole thing with their men, you know, they, they rode the coattails of their men and said the only door you knocked now was the John Cena's bedroom. <laughs> I lost it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you got her good. Because I was like, I want to see if that was yeah. planned or not. Uh, because I'm like, oh, my gosh, was that planned? And I tried to get an eye on Nikki to see, you know, how her reaction was. And she looked pissed, but, I mean, she's got to play that part, too. And yeah, she's I'm good sure. at that. I, most of that's everything. They had to get it okay because she can't say anything about John. She can't say John's name by law. Oh, probably, yeah. No, I mean, no, there's no probably. That is for sure fact. What like, is it, like an agreement they signed together? Or what? Come on, John made her sign an agreement for everything. The house agreement, anything yeah. she does, all of that. A life agreement, you can't but, say my name if we break up. Yeah, but... You uh, must not talk about the size of my penis. No. Like, all of that stuff. <laughs> and then, by the way, on Tuesday, he did have a... He had a little promo there from China. He's looking, and I was like, oh yeah, he's definitely looking skinny, and the hair just cracks me he up. He looks like... 
he, Arnold Schwarzenegger yes, in True Lies. I'm he does. You. And uh, Kelly, I was with I her, and we were listening to our last one. Kelly and I were listening to it on, I, I think, uh, Monday, going to Columbus, and she's just laughing. She's like, he's right. does look like Arnold from True Lies. But when I saw him on Tuesday in the promo, you can see because he's gotten skinny, He's starting to look he's older. Look, he's looking older, yeah. Because, like, his his age is coming in and, and uh, mm-hmm. his facial structure. Because when he was fit, I mean, it's just cut, jawline, everything. Skin's tight. Now it's not because he lost the weight, so skin's going in a little bit. Got some wrinkles going on. So mm-hmm. he is looking older. Um, but uh, that's when I marked out on Raw. On SmackDown, I marked out when Batista, when Evolution came was one thing. But when Batista said to Triple H, you know, and he's like, oh, you've done this, you've done that. And he said... Yeah, he's like, Triple H has done that. He talks about Flair being what he is. Randy did what he did. And then he talks about Triple H. You've done all these things. Now you're in the office. You've done that. But you never beat me. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And then you forget that, like, that's when you mark out. You're like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. And I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. Batista's going to come back and fight. And Batista looked good. He's not jacked yeah, he like looks, he has been. Yeah. He's fit. I mean, you can still tell he's big, but he's not like, oh, my gosh. And then yeah. I'm watching it with Kelly. On Tuesday, and she's like, "What's wrong with his head? Like, if you have that hair, why don't you just cut it all off? Why do you even have spots of hair? And look at the back of his head. Look at all those creases. Look at the dents. Look at all of this stuff." Talking like, about Batista. Yeah. yeah and I'm like, "Well, in Guardians, he looks normal when yeah. he's Drax." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no, movie I, magic. I remember. Right. I, I yeah. I was Monday night. I was watching it with my wife, and uh, when that line that uh, Rhonda. Uh, said I just we looked at each other and we're like holy shit I couldn't believe when you told me that and um, I mean I yeah I couldn't believe it but then yeah the the following day I was watching it um, and you texted me right after and it it, it looked like it, it like it was real but then it also kind of looked like it was fake but it, it's good if they can carry that storyline in he, he you know he comes back for a couple matches I think that would be great. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any markouts for Raw SmackDown this week, so I like yours. I think they were great. But, um, yeah, where do you, you want to go from here? Well, I think that uh, after that, you know, we need to get into the Jason debate. Um, and his first question this week was uh, back going back, what was this, 02, I think, 03, I can't remember. Um, Edge and Lee to the wedding. <laughs> it was like 2005, 2006. Was it? Yeah, yeah, see, I don't remember. I don't recall this. All I know is he went to his rated R thing. They did some sex thing on a bed. and That's yeah. all I remember. Yeah, Hot he, damn. I don't, yeah, I don't remember the he wedding. Was out, he was out Was that the one while. that Kane came out for? Is that right? I don't remember, but that's like one of the most uh, watched Raws, I think. The Edge and Lita Wedding? Yeah. I could see that. Well, no, I mean the the whole sex on the bed thing. Oh, yeah, because everyone thought it was going to happen, and then didn't didn't <laughs> yeah. the nipple end up coming out or something like that? Yeah, something something happened. I thought she popped a boob or something, one of those things. But yeah, poor Matt Hardy couldn't get that after the old boob job. <laughs> but but, uh... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't I don't really remember much of the wedding to be a hundred percent honest. I, I don't either. I remember the storyline. I think the story. I thought the storyline was awesome. But uh, I don't remember the way. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really good, too. I'm pretty sure Kane is I, – I think Kane comes out on that one. Because didn't it go – because she was with she was with uh, Matt. Then they broke up, I think, in real life. Yes. And the whole thing was about. Yeah. And then she went with Kane for a while. 
and then yeah, then she went with Edge. So. Yeah, because they had the whole baby thing. Yeah, yeah then, and then and her baby Snitsky. Yeah, the Snitsky punted the baby into the, <laughs> the, the fake baby into the crowd. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, that was yeah. interesting, yeah, funny was but crazy. weird. Um, so yeah, and I I don't remember much of that. So sorry, Jason. I'd have to go back and look through that again. But that's probably a reason why I don't remember a lot of it because it probably sucked. But that I mean that whole story again. Uh, I don't know. I don't it know if would, you guys. Do you guys remember? The, you guys know the story? Because I mean, Edge I, and I know Edge was married, but he didn't actually. They didn't actually hook up, did they? Who Edge and Lita? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the, that's yeah. legit. Yeah. Okay. Well, because hey, you look, you? you look on, you look, look. I'm sorry, you look on his, you know, pro, uh, bo, uh, profile. That was or a big not, dude. They had he's, big he's, he's, he's been married. About that. Yeah, he was married to Val Venus's sister. Yeah, who and was? Then, uh, Edge. Edge. Yeah. And, yeah. now, he's and married, then, yeah, now he's married Beth to Beth Phoenix. Phoenix. So mm-hmm. I didn't think it was actually legit because during this time it says that he was married. So I yeah. didn't think they actually hooked up. I thought it was just storyline. Oh, yeah, no. He was cheating on his wife with, you know, Lita as Lita was cheating on Matt with Edge. So. Yeah. Adam fun, Copeland. Fun stuff there. <laughs> yeah, now he's married to Beth Phoenix, and I don't know what Lita's doing. She's probably wishing she had Matt back. So we'll see. I don't I think, know. I don't know. I think she's doing pretty good. Oh, uh, by the way, I did uh, – because I gave you that shirt. She was I, there on Monday. I bought a um, – I bought a uh, – like a, not a cutoff, but a, just a tank top that is – I finally got one cheaper that I wanted that says mower of lawn. <laughs> you know that whole thing that Matt Hardy did? Do you not remember? No. When he fought Bray Wyatt? When he fought Bray Wyatt at the, at the compound. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a wheelchair and a lawnmower. Chair of wheels, yeah. <laughs> mower of lawn. Yeah. Chair of wheels, <laughs> mower of lawn. Okay, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And he gets in the lawnmower and starts driving towards Bray like he's going to run him <laughs> over in the slowest shit ever. Lawnmower going two miles an hour or no, something. Yeah, and so I said, I told Kelly, I said, when I cut the grass, I'm wearing this in the spring. Just a more of lawn t-shirt. More of lawn. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, you know, just quickly, Kane crashed it, of course, and you know, it it went from there. But next one, which hurt worse? And this is this is interesting. Cena's broken nose via Seth's knee, or Cesaro implanted front teeth via the post. Brandon can take this one. I can't because I've broken my I've broken my nose Bro- broken my nose broken twice. Broken my nose, um, and I've also knocked out a front too. So they both hurt. They both kill. Yeah, uh, you're just a bitch. Nah, they they both. <laughs> kill. I've broken my nose three times. You're a bitch. I've broken my nose twice. Did you um, when you broke it? Like I, I broke, broke mine twice in, my in football and once in baseball. I broke want my. I still pitched a complete game when I broke it in baseball. Congratulations! And then flag football. I remember. Um, I'll never forget Rich coming to the side. It was an indoor game. One of the times I broke it, I took a bow right to the face and just broke it. And it's just bleeding everywhere. And they, you know, how they tell you don't blow it out. And I'm sitting here on the sideline just blowing this into a trash can. And he comes back. If I'm a sideline reporter, when probable was still a thing. If I'm a sideline reporter. Are you probable, questionable, or doubtful? I said, "Oh, I'm probably. I'm probable. I will be back." Um, no, I broke my nose. And we won the time, championship, by the way, that day. First time was in a four wheeler accident. Ugh. Wasn't wearing a helmet. Hit the back of uh, my buddy's head. Was that John? Yeah, yeah it was John. It was, <laughs> almost died going 40 miles an hour. We hit a tree. That was bad. Bone in you. Um, luckily, I only walked away with a broken nose. So. Um, but yeah, the second time was flag football when uh, me and I remember he going forty miles an hour. <laughs> he, we slid off the road. He was driving. It was bad. He didn't hit the um, brake. Jesus. Um, Brakes on the right. 
No, the second time, uh, flag football, I was blocking somebody, and me and this other guy, we pancaked him, and the back of this guy's head just flung back and hit me right in the nose, broke my nose. So, and then, of course, we all know my uh, front tooth. He got knocked out because of baseball. Yeah, that's apparently in the archives. In, apparently in the ba- you know, backyard baseball, you have to look for the ball. I didn't know you had to look for the ball. You so. always have to look for the ball. No, nah, so I was just trotting in Why second. Why would you not look not, for the ball? Because it's backyard baseball. I didn't think that someone would actually throw a ball from left center by the fence all the way into the well, center field. Second. What are they supposed to do, it walk it in? Whatever. Yeah, so, so the, the guy wasn't looking for the ball on the throw-in. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, why Dude, t- teeth. Like, oh, your your front teeth, your front teeth. Cesaro went into the post and shoved him up into his gums. It was terrible. At least mine came out like Like, you know, broken nose three times. Broken nose. It's the initial shock, and it's just annoying. It doesn't hurt. Like I know you said it hurts. It it doesn't hurt that bad. No, it's it's just the shock, and you're like, God damn it! Like I have to go to the side here and get rid of this blood. First time ever broke it. It was we were freshmen in high school. It was a Whitmer game, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. And uh, and it's funny. Because we were playing with Wes Anderson, moments in time, and he missed the cutoff, like you're saying, and popped me right in the nose. But I finished the game, complete game. I had to go in. I went in, and we got the outs, and then I had to go into the dugout. And my uh, my nose, you were there, I believe, when we were freshmen. You were there. Weren't you our manager or something? <laughs> and, seriously. Uh, at Whitmer? No, we're oh, Anthony Wayne. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Right so I remember I come in and like, dude, my nose looked like a question mark because it collapsed on one side. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's never coming back. <laughs> you know, I thought it was just gone. <laughs> and, uh, no, they went in, said it was broke. So they're like, oh, there's really nothing we can do about it, and you shouldn't do anything because if you're going to continue to play sports, you're probably going to break it again. And they were right two more times, broke it three times. So if I ever decide to stop playing sports, which I pretty much have – I will probably go get it, especially if there's a deviated septum there. I will get it broken back into place because it's just all jacked up. You know, it's like it's not Owen Wilson bad, oh. and but uh, you know it, it sucks. You want to talk about post surgery? Uh, something that hurts after post surgery on that that hurts after post surgery. What's that? that uh, deviated septum and they're fixing that, putting that nose back into place. Hurts like a bitch. Oh yeah. yeah. Did they do it to you both times? Uh, I didn't the first time, but yeah, they did it the second time. So putting it back in the plate, you're, they didn't put it in when you were under? They put it, They uh, well, yeah, I, I went under. They, they did whatever they had oh, to do. Oh, you're saying wake up, like recovery. Yeah, wake that. up and recovery. Yeah, well, it was what, was the, what was bad about it? Just like did the grogginess, you know, yeah, the, the, the stuff that's up there. And they got to, yeah, it's, the it's, stuff that's up it's, there. It's, it's, <laughs> the dude, boogers. it's crazy. I'm sorry. No, it's crazy. They put, like, tubes up there, and they put, like, uh, suction cups up there, and it's, it's, it's insane. And you should see those suckers when they're pulling them out. I thought I was freaking dying. <laughs> um, no, it's so uh, good luck to that. Yeah, if I ever do it. Might just stay okay. All right, so, Bear, how do you feel about that? I mean, obviously the teeth. Anything about teeth, I, I just I, – I like my teeth. I, I can't uh... – I can't see, um, you know, people getting like teeth knocked out or getting teeth pulled. Out. It's just a weird. Like when even when I watch like horror movies and stuff, can't do that. Can't do that at all. Um, and then he goes into uh, any other in-ring injuries. Obviously, the first one that always comes to my mind is Sid breaking his leg or breaking his ankle, whatever. Yes, he yes. Was. First that's the first one I think of in, in his boot. 
Um, his leg just and flopping just, around ah, there. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I have Triple I H's have, quads, Vince's quads. Vin, down Vin, Vince's both of his quads. That was great. <laughs> Cena's knee at the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh that God. was nasty. Bob Holly, that gash in the back of his. Joey Mercury's Joey nose Mercury coming off of ladder. his face. Oh, God. Yeah, that was, oh. Dude, so those are the yeah, those are the ones. Obviously, there's others that come through, but yeah, that one. I mean, Mick Foley <laughs> going through the cell. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. People don't think of those as injuries, but I mean, his his tooth went through his nose. So you think Cesaro's was bad? No, Foley's went into his into his nose. And and, and Foley was out for 42 seconds. He yeah. says they they yeah, absolutely insane. So yeah, some other good uh, wrestling injuries there for sure. Um, now, he also asked for SmackDown 1000, and this one's going to go to both of you because I didn't watch it. Did it live up to Raw 25? I did watch Raw 25. I thought that was really good. You know, they brought a lot of people back. Is that what happened with SmackDown then? Um, Somewhat. I, I wish the opening was a little better. I, you know, it was kind of funny seeing, you know, Vince come out and say, you know, three words and then start dancing. But I think they could have gone, you know, a little deeper than that. Vince's did opening. make sense when he said dance break yeah. <laughs> with the whole thing. Oh, by the way, Carmella, solid. Mm. Looking good. Now that she doesn't have that leopard print, she was wearing a like little dress. Oh, boy. And I mean little. <laughs> and her hair is kind of reddish now. Oh, boy. Dude, I'm telling Oh, my gosh. Oh, I might yeah, have, but, I have um, to find this on uh, WWE Network. Yeah, you're going to have to. So, yeah, they brought Ray uh, Mysterio back. He ended up uh, winning. And um, he's so he's going to Crown Jewel if they still have it. Um, who else did they bring back? They brought back you know the general managers. They did a little no little, rock little, little thing. Rock sent he, a tweet. He tweeted. Cena Lame. did a video. HBK wasn't there. Taker came yeah. out and all he said, "I've yeah. got three words for yeah. the X. Yeah, Undertaker. rest in peace. Yeah, Kurt Angle came on. He said in commentary, he didn't even didn't even say anything really. Um, no, Raw 25 was better for me. I think they could have done a little better. Why was Raw 25 better, though? Just because they brought... Stone Cold. Oh, well, yeah, that too. Stone Cold <laughs> did come out, yeah. Just because they brought more They brought you know more people back. You know, I, Who? Evolution. Evolution came. They weren't even on SmackDown. They Evolution. were on Raw. Yeah. So... I liked Evolution, though. I, I, I liked Evolution, too. But, I mean, they're, they're bringing them back on SmackDown when they were mostly on Raw, so... Right. Um, yeah. Well, the the... High point of Raw 25. Well, they were in two different spots. Yep. They were in Barclays and Manhattan Center. And it would have been better to be in the Manhattan Center because that's where you had um, the Balor Club and DX. Yep. Yeah. That reunited there. So you had, you know, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Finn Balor, and then, of course, X Pac, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, New Age Outlaws, and Razor Ramon yep. uh, were in there. Uh, for Raw, and did they all did the two suites, which is awesome because that was a big thing for both groups yep. to do the two suites. And then uh, before the event, though, that's when the same day when Enzo got suspended and never returned. Yep, I do remember that as well. So um, he was the cruiserweight champ, got suspended, sexual harassment, you know, that whole thing. Yep. And um, uh, at the Barclays Center, Braun Strowman, Kane, and Brock Lesnar brawled at the end of that one. So all pretty good. Uh, the Dudleys were obviously there at Raw 25. Um, the matches were, you know, mediocre at Raw 25. You had Gold Dust, of course, beat Kurt Hawkins. But the funny thing there is, Kurt Hawkins is still not one, uh, <laughs> which is it is what it is. Uh, you had some other there that we don't care about. Um, I know Ashka, Bailey, Mickey James, and Sasha beat some others there. The Miz beat Roman Reigns. Um, 
for the Intercontinental Championship. Then got in a car, drove to the Manhattan Center, and then cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. Yeah, and he won his title. Um, so pretty neat. And then Manhattan Center, they had uh, be- better things going on there, though. Um, Bray Wyatt beat Matt Hardy. That was a big thing there. And then, like we said, the last match. And then Taker came out and had a cryptic promo that made zero and absolutely no sense for that. But So he, he cut his promo on both shows. But this one actually made sense. You said, the Man- you said the Manhattan Center you thought was better? or Yeah, when they did that instead of the bar. Yeah, because you had everybody there. Michaels, Triple H, when I heard the New fans, Age Outlaws, X-Pac, Taker. When I heard the fans, they said it sucked. They said they only got two matches and that's all they got. Well, they got four matches, but that's okay. I mean, that's what I read. I, I... They got four matches, and at the Barclays Center, there was five. Yeah. yeah so it was was JRN King at Manhattan Center? Or... Um, I can't remember. I do I know. They were. I think they, they were. They probably yeah. were. Yeah, I think they were. Which I don't know why people would hate the Manhattan Center. I mean, the matches were short. Right. No, I, I meant the fans that the people, were at yeah. the Manhattan Center. They, they paid to get into the Manhattan Center. From they, what I heard, they they said that they weren't happy because. Did they, you talk to any? I didn't talk to anybody. Oh, okay. So they were mad that the they internet? got they 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 were mad that they got to see Triple H. Apparently, I don't know DX, why. I everybody, mean, I would have been happy, but that's just what I well, you you know, saw on the internet. Should, shouldn't have paid for it. Should have stayed home. Don't always trust the internet. I guess. Yeah, the internet, internet is, is what always is. right, though. Yes, it is always is right. So, um, yeah, I think Raw twenty five was better. I mean, they were neither one was like, oh my gosh, blew blew me away. Right. You know, it is what it is. I'd rather watch a Raw after WrestleMania. Those are usually my favorite Raws. Yep. Um, but, uh, so let's go in. Thanks, Jason, of course. And get your topics in ahead of time. <laughs> ECW would be good. ECW. Um, Justin on the Twitter. If WWE would create a new evolution group, who would be the members today? Hmm. New evolution group. Brandon, go ahead. Ooh. Well, you must have added this after oh, I printed sorry. it off, so I'm sorry. What was the question again? No footsie. I just are you serious? I read it slow. I'm, I I was, need to read I looking at this. I'm I looking at my notes slow. and it's not on here because I literally copied and pasted. If WWE would create a new evolution, the faction? Yeah. With today's people, who would be in it? I don't know. I, I, it, it's tough because you got you got a lot of three people groups right now. So it's well, just pick four. Well, I know, but I'm. I don't know. Let's go, Seth Rollins. He was one of mine. Let's go, Dolph. He was another. Um. Let's go, Braun. He was another. You <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Who could be my last one? Give me a smack. Uh. I don't know. The Miz. Yeah. I hate you so much. You went Are on you a serious? Whim. Yes, dude. Are you serious? Yes. You went on a whim, and those were my four, because I'm like sitting here. Okay, who can cut a promo on the yeah, mic? The Miz. Right. Who's your big power guy? The Braun Strowman. Yeah. Who's your pretty guy? Uh, Dolph. Dolph. And then Seth, just because yeah, he's the most Seth, talented yeah, guy there. He to be an old guy, though. Yeah. There's no flair. Yeah, there's no old guy, there's, but I'm like, Miz has true. been there forever. True. It's kind yeah. of how Ev- I felt that way. Evolution is like as they go up. It's but there's a, And that's what I was yeah. like, okay, who could you have? You could have like maybe Triple H be the Ric Flair now. But that's I'm like, true. Triple H won't be that because he never will be. He's yeah. a company guy. He always will be. Right. And uh, so, so if you want to go that route, you can go Triple H as, you know, the older guy. You can go... Then you have to get let's go. You got, and then the rest the are Miz, just or, uh, the rest are like young guys, and you have a seasoned guy. So you'd have Triple H, Miz, yeah, Miz, and then you'd have new guys. 
Yeah, so, so give me a guy out of NXT. You Adam watch, Cole. You watch, you watch more NXT. Give me Adam Cole in Adam a second. Cole. Okay. And even Ricochet. You could throw Rick, or Velveteen Dream because he's going to be coming up. You still going to keep uh, Braun, though, as your big guy? Nah, I mean, not if we, we're going that route. I mean, you go Triple H, there's no – maybe your, your evolution is more kind of towards today's guys. Towards today's, okay. You know, which is more faster and, and – uh, I think Velveteen Dream. I would love to see some of the NXT guys come up just as a faction too. Take Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, Ricochet, whoever. Okay. Those three guys are good. They're fun to watch. You know, Velveteen will be coming up, I assume, soon. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a, a Royal Rumble. Yeah, entry. Royal Rumble. And, or Adam Cole. It's just the problem is when you have so many guys and you have NXT, you have SmackDown, you have Raw, you have so much talent and you can't use them all. And that's the problem in WWE. It's it's almost like you have to split off shows, and they are now. You know, it kind of works out that SmackDown will be on Fox, and and um, uh, Raw will still be NBC USA. Yep. But uh, you know, NXT. I wish NXT could get some some live TV. You know, put them on like a Fox, like you know, I mean, not Sci-Fi because that's what they had, but you know, a channel like that. I yeah, know what you mean, you know, yeah. you got USA. Put them on a lower, you know, right. like whatever they, you know, like because they did UPN obviously back in the it's day. It's exclusive but. to the network, but NXT. So many people love NXT. I mean, I like it better, and you know, uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is going to come up eventually. That guy is just fun to watch because he is just a live. I, you know what? I'd put him in. He would be fun as heels if you did it heel wise. What'd you say, Karate Chop? Tomasho Champa. <laughs> I thought you said Karate Chop. No. Oh. Put him in there. Put him with Triple H. The big beards. They'd be the beards. Put Braun in there for the beard. <laughs> and then give me another guy with a beard. And also, every time you say Velveteen Dream, I think of Ovaltine. I don't know why, but that's just the first thing that comes to my head. He he's a uh, man, and I he's think of Velveeta Cheese. So that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> of course, one bit. you think of cheese. Um, what about you, Bear? Um, I don't know. I mean, I you'd have to pick an old guy, and there's really, like you said, Flair was the one back then. So the oldest person I could find would probably be Angle. Yeah. I mean, realistically, Angle would be they, a good they were one to have main in event there. mafia. You know, when yeah. they wore all the stuff. Angle would be a good one to have in there. I definitely would put Rollins in there. Um, I would exclude Ziggler in the mid. I or the Miz. I don't think that they would be in there. But yeah, give me Rollins. I think he would be like the Triple H of the group. Um, you know, you got Kurt, who would be like the Ric Flair of the group. Your Batista. I know you guys both picked Strowman, but I want to find something. Maybe give me McIntyre. Throw him in there, That'd big be a guy. Good one. Um, and then, you know, like another young kid. Like I said, I don't watch much NXT. But um, who is the who's that Australian kid who just won the belt? Buddy Murphy. Yep, give me him. I okay. want him just because he looked good in his match. <laughs> yeah. So he, I'll he take did. that. I agree. Um, all right. I like that. The uh, Thank you, Justin. So appreciate the Oval Teen dream. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just sounds good so right that, now too. Uh, <laughs> More Ovaltine, please. So we should say Ovaltine Dream, a, a Andre and Andre the Giant Bird story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it is. Ovaltine Dream and Andre the Giant Bird story. The old Ovaltine Dream. We got to remember that. All right. So um, the perfect discussion, Jeremy. Thank you for this one. Storylines. Which were a couple of our favorite storylines and which were ones we hated. So Jeremy mentioned two involving Big Boss Man, which was funny. They were on SmackDown on Tuesday. They showed it. Um, He thought they were in poor taste but hilarious. Al Snow's dog, Pepper, in which we were led to believe he fed the dog to him. I thought that was a good one. Yeah. I really and did. And the other was so, yeah, when was he good. crashed Big Show's dad's funeral and uh, 
he jumped on the jumped on the casket. Yes, and wrote it. that one was. Yeah, and I then, think I think that was the one that got Bruce kicked out of the uh, cemetery on yeah. that. I can't remember. And but then I'm he, he sure also liked the Mountie going to jail. Uh, that was a good one. Okay. And then worst uh, was one hard to top is Katie Vick. So that was one. Uh, that's really bad. Yeah. Yeah, then, very bad. Every other EC, or He said every other WCW storyline belongs on a list of worst storylines. He will vote RoboCop, though. <laughs> so that was good. For me, um, the good ones, I liked the um, Taker versus HBK before his retirement. Like yep. the whole build up to that and Elimination Chamber. Michael's coming out of the bottom of the cage, super kicking him. Jericho wins the title. AJ and Samoa recently, awesome. Yep. You know, it just ended. I know Samoa's hurt. Uh, and then, of course, anything Brett and Sean, just what that led to, what it did for years, the whole thing. I mean, loved them all. Uh, yeah, storylines that I always like. Yeah, definitely the uh, America versus Canada, Brett, Sean, you know, Taker and all of them. Those nine, those late, you know, mid to late 97 pay-per-views, absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, the obviously most stone-cold you know, uh, storylines were pretty great, except when he was heel. I think that one sucked. Um, in my opinion, I didn't like that too much. Um, I mean, it didn't. I didn't. I, I never really was, liked it. All I think of Jimmy, Jimmy Crackcorn. Yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kurt and his little hat. That was always great. Um, one of my, you know, I, I think that um, my favorite storyline ever probably was when HBK did come back there in 02, him and Triple H, and they were best friends, and Triple H turned on him. I think I've said that a couple times. That was one of my favorite. Um, and it's usually anybody, you know, Triple H is probably, in my eyes, the top person that could ever be a heel or a face. Yep. Like, no matter what, he's just unbelievable. Either way, yeah, either way, he's great. I think that, you know. And he can do it week to same week. Same thing with HBK, though. He could do yeah, it, he, too. Oh, gosh. With the, like we talked about with yep. <laughs> Who's Your Montre- Daddy, yeah. Montreal. Montreal, oh, yeah. What you got, Brandon? Favorite um, storylines. So, yeah, you guys you guys named off a couple. You know, Stone Cold, anything Stone Cold Rock, that was amazing. Anything Stone Cold Undertaker, I loved. Um... You said AJ Styles, Samoa, Joe. I didn't watch much of TNA during that rivalry, but and I liked AJ and Jericho. Like when we saw them at Fastlane. Yeah, that was good. That was yeah. good too. Um, no, uh, one that I got uh, when Triple H was a face and Randy Orton was a heel when they went. Mm-hmm. That was good because when he when he attacked him at his house and everything, that was awesome. <laughs> Game with the sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that was good. I think he I think Orton punted uh, uh, Stephanie that put her out for a while. And Vince. And Vince. Yep. And then um, uh, Shane too because I think that's yeah, yeah Shane took out, out the whole family. Yeah so uh, <laughs> that's when they got away from I think it was like 2000, I want to say 2008 because that was after DX mm-hmm. And, um, you know, their whole story with Vince and uh, Triple H. Oh, well, Stone Cold and Vince. Any, anything with that, too, that was awesome. Yeah, and don't forget CM Punk and Triple H. Like, one of the best. That was good, too. One yeah. of the best in-ring promos that they did was, this isn't CM Punk talking yeah. to Triple H. This is Phil yeah. Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. And I'm like, that's when you mark yeah. that, too. Like, yep. yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I, I miss him I, at times because he was great on the mic. And, you know, when he cut his pipe bomb that was with his Stone Cold T-shirt on, that was just awesome. And now he's just garbage in UFC. One more that just popped in my head, even though it's another Stone Cold one, uh, Stone Cold and Brian Pillman, when he uh, went to his house with the gun. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, you can't say that wasn't good. That was Stone Cold and Booker T in a grocery store. That was hilarious. That was just funny. That (laughs) was just great entertainment. That's my favorite. What about Lee's favorites? 
Uh, least favorites. Oh man. I don't have you. I don't have any. So that's all. you Well, guys. there's there's a lot of just terrible storylines. A lot of Vince Russo stuff. Um, that's the, exactly the, what I was gonna say. Val, Anything Vince Russo. The Val Venus Kayentai choppy choppy yeah, pee pee. Okay, like, yeah. You know <laughs> stuff like that. I forgot all about that. Was just so stupid. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny, but no, really I hated. Stupid. I hated the finger poke of doom. Yeah, I can WCW. tell you know what I oh, not great. Yeah, that was bad. I hated you know what I hated right the censor. I thought that oh I yeah that was terrible. That you was took bad. away Velvenus. You took away the Godfather. Like, the good father. father. The good father. Like the oh good my father. gosh. And then you had Bull Buchanan, and no one really knew what he was doing there. He sucked. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely right to censor. They were really bad. But um, other than that, I mean, that was more of a faction. I, that wasn't really a, a storyline, more or less. Well, any storyline that they were in, that it involved was them. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, the Katie Vick stuff. That was oh, just... Ivory, oof. too. Forgot, forgot, forgot ivory. about Ivory. Said Ivory. Ooh, oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> sorry. I apologize. It's cold in here. I apologize. <laughs> it's cold Saturday morning. You're a sissy. Why don't you go right to censor yourself? All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> lastly, top three markout moments. Um, I'll go into this. My honorable mentions. Uh, I have one honorable mention for top three markout moments when I forget, you know, that it's just fake or staged or whatever you want to say. Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox tag teaming against Paige. That was a good one. Paige won by pinfall. <laughs> I, I don't know nor remember that, so I'll have to show you after the show. <laughs> Anyways, I have no honorable mentions, so you, you'll get it when I show you after the show. All right, well, you can go first. What's your, what's your number three? Uh, my number three would have been uh, Cena uh, F5-ing the Big Show because WrestleMania 20 was one, one of my, you know, that's up there, one of my top five pay-per-views ever, but I was 13, 12, 13 at the time watching that. I mean, that was, you know, that was real. That was awesome. I absolutely love that. So that was my number three. My number three... Um just because you're like, oh, my God, this actually happened. You know, can't believe. And no, it's not Daniel Bryan. When Eddie pinned Brock for the title. No, unreal. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, my gosh. Yep. Like, what What just happened? So that's my number three. Uh, mine is the 2005 Royal Rumble when Batista and Cena both went over the rope. And <laughs> we don't know who touched and you guys brought up earlier, Vince came running down and he tore his quads. Yeah. Both of them. That's why he just sat in the ring. Because <laughs> well, he couldn't move. Well, that's kind of like they paid homage. They did it before back in the 90s with Brett and Luger. They did the same thing, was, went over the ropes. That was Bulldog. Tied. No, Bret Hart was and Luger. Luger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bulldog they was tied. the one that was when HBK won his first one. Well, he, he, was, thought he thought Bulldog he won. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. over the top. That's right. Um, my number two markout moment um, was when probably Hogan slammed Andre. I'm just kidding. I wasn't. I wasn't there for you that. You weren't so. even alive. <laughs> I, just I don't think to, any of us were alive. Uh, yeah, I, just, I just wanted to yeah. see. Yeah, you guys were. It was 87, wasn't it? Was it? It had to be because the first WrestleMania was. Yeah. Oh, it was, first it WrestleMania, was WrestleMania 85. Three. It was so. WrestleMania three. So yeah, WrestleMania was, uh, three. So I didn't see it. I've been like, ga, 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 you could have marked out with your gaga goo. Gaga goo goo. No, um, it probably would have been, um, you know, any one of the times Stone Cold would have came back, you know, in that in in that prime. So probably when he came back after he quit at nineteen, you know, that was a good one when he came back and he was the commissioner. Absolutely amazing, and he was a great commissioner as well. 
thought that was one of my favorite. So him coming back was perfect. Number two uh, for me was a WrestleMania moment. Brock's fighting Roman. I'm sad that one of them is going to have the title, and I think Roman's going to get it. And here comes Seth Rollins, cashes in, wins the title. I'm like, yes! Happiest man alive. So that's my number two. I like it. Mine are the John Cena and The Rock promos. I thought... Yeah, because that, that was some real-life stuff going on <laughs> yeah, there. It was awesome. Number one, Fruity Bear. Pebbles. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Um, number one for me, probably the first time Cena won the title, um, and not the U.S. title, his first title, just the first time he won the title. I think it was WrestleMania 21 um, when he beat JBL, I want to say, if I remember correctly. 2005, yeah, WrestleMania 21. Um, that was definitely one of my favorites because he was always he was my favorite right when he came in. So, you know, besides the Austin, that was like when I was a little bit older and, you know, could get into it more and could remember it than when I was – eight or nine and didn't really understand what was going on so that was huge i thought that was great and everyone still hates Cena, and i like him just because everyone hates him so i still love that my number one because you know there were rumors of it and then i just kind of let it go because i didn't think it was going to happen but when aj styles debuted at the royal rumble i'm like it is finally happening because you they showed just roman and they're playing music and i'm like oh my god is this aj and then it cut it cuts over to him and you're like is it him? It is. It's AJ Styles. And I'm like, holy shit. And I just sat there like, I, I stood up and I'm just standing there watching it like, this is happening. And then, you know, I, I thought outside chance he would win. He obviously didn't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm happy that Vince knows how to use him and he's using him right. Very well. And he, because he is, he's 40 years old. I mean, he and Cena are the same age, but he's out there doing stuff. With these guys that are in their 30s, late 20s, mm-hmm. and he's just—he's still at the top of his game. He has has been a long time, and I, I think he's going to be there for still quite a while. He'll be at the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, my number one—you uh, guys—you already mentioned it. Uh, CM Punk pipe bomb promo. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell if it, if it was real, and I had to rewatch it like a bunch of times because I couldn't tell if you if this was real or if this is just scripted. But uh, obviously it was, I think, a year and a half before he actually left. So, um, I mean, he just ripped the company. And I think it was like seven, eight minutes long of just him sitting there. Yep. Indian style, just ripping the hell out of the company and everything. And then just let it go, too. Didn't cut it him was, off. Just it let it go. It was awesome. Yep. So, And I'm not a CM Punk fan, and I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was awesome. So, um, this was episode 20. Uh, already already which is awesome this was a longer wrestling show which is always nice to see and we are naming it ovaltine dream and andre (laughs) the giant bird story i like it so we are going with that um thank you as always to wes anderson for moments in time thank you to our sponsors all wear clothing crandall's quality lawn care verizon and pnc thanks for all you do you gotta get that credit score up go to pnc you want to do some technology and, and cellular service, anything, go to Verizon. Need some merchandise or any help with anything you need clothing-wise, All Wear Clothing can help you out. And, of course, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care can help you with your leaves, your mowing, and uh, snow removal coming up this winter. So, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Mmm, Ovaltine. <laughs> See you in three weeks. <laughs>